Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Let's go. And welcome back to the Canastro Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as always, Brendan Ertl. I'm happy because today on this post-game podcast, we can talk about football. We don't have to talk about drama. We don't have to talk about what, who said this, who said that, who, who made a mistake, who, what should have been done. We get to talk about football. And football in a game that the Saints won, they beat the defending Super Bowl champions Regardless of their situation, they beat them 27-20. It feels like it should have been a little bit more. It could have pulled away a little bit better at the end. But I'm not complaining. The Saints improve to 4-7. and seven. Improvement, we love to see it. Uh, they scored 27 points. They sack Matt Stafford slash Bryce Perkins multiple times. And the offense actually looked like it had some stability to it this is a game that I am decently happy about it doesn't matter what your record is at this point we've dug our our hole this deep it doesn't matter what we do next week the following week as long as we still you know are in that number in the hunt just keep this team alive and afloat we don't want to be the Houston Texans we don't want to be one of those teams that just have given up already keep competing and that's exactly what we saw this weekend and the the first thing that people will say is, well, Matt Stafford went down. They didn't have Cooper Cup. Uh, they had some other injuries. They, they had a banged-up offensive line. So they're really not playing a, a, a real Super Bowl contending team. Here's what the Saints were without. And this is just first-round or second-round players. Peyton Turner left the game. Cam Jordan missed his first career game due to injury, and it took an orbital bone fracture for him to miss a game. Marshall Lattimore did not play. Pete Warner, Andrews Pete was suited up. He didn't play. Marcus Davenport, Trevor Penning, Eric McCoy, Michael Thomas. The list goes on. Those are just first and second round players. Bradley Obi was a high pick. I haven't even touched base on, you know, the role players and things like that. But I I get it. The Rams are missing some pieces. They're missing some players. But so were the Saints. And I don't think any team has dealt with a, with a hand like this. Uh, this year, let alone the past two years, the injuries that they've had, the circumstances that they've been given, 
the Saints went out on a Sunday afternoon and beat an NFL team with a two-quarterback system. Two-quarterback system. The Saints won this game because Taysom Hill was a factor in the offense. Dan Orlovsky, NFL ESPN reporter, uh, former player, he talked about this a little bit on um, the post game, uh, just on, on ESPN. He was saying how much the NFL has changed this season. You got the lowest passing numbers, got the highest running numbers, uh, got some good defense this year, but a, a kind of a trend in a different direction for the Saints and just the whole NFL to where you value the running back a little bit more. You value the run game. Uh, you don't lean on heavily as uh, the pass game as they have in the past. It's the lowest yards per reception since, t- like, I don't know, the 1900s. It, it really is. And then that it's, it's a weird thing to see. But when the Saints can get Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara going, they, they'll compete with anyone. Now, just rushing-wise, Taysom Hill had 9 carries, 52 yards. Kamara had 12 carries for 42 yards. That's not that's nothing you know, incredible. That's not like eye popping or um, game changing in any way. But that is how the Saints are going to win football games. If you can get Taysom going, you can get Kamara going on the running game. That's phenomenal. And I, 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 I will admit, the offensive line. I gave them a hard time. They're NFL players. They should be able to do their job just as high as anyone. Um, you know, they're getting paid millions to go out there and do it. I gave them a hard time earlier in the game, but the way they finished was really, really strong. Aaron Donald went up against a makeshift interior offensive line. He went up against a center that has played pretty much no football in his career, at least started. And Aaron Donald finished, finished the day with four tackles, two tackles for loss, and a quarterback hit. <laughs> That's a pretty good stat line. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. That is a solid stat line. But for Aaron Donald in a game like this and a situation where our offense has looked really, really bad, that's a phenomenal number. That is a phenomenal number. Uh, didn't get any sacks. He was close a couple times. It was really, really close. Um, I mean, there was other times where Andy Dalton or Taysom Hill had the ball a little bit too long. You has got another situation. Know your offense line. It's pretty weak out there. Uh, but the Saints did a phenomenal job against these guys. Uh in the run support, and the, the pass protection needs to be better. But what can you really say? Uh, didn't have Josh, uh, didn't have James Hurst, didn't have Andrews Pete, didn't have Eric McCoy. That's your whole left side plus your center out, and the right side kind of held it down for it on on its own. So, um, going to give those guys props. They they kept their quarterbacks for the majority clean. Uh, I thought Andy Dalton when I, when I first watched the game, I didn't think he played incredible I didn't think he did anything like eye-popping I went back and watched and he played a lot better than I thought 21 for 25 260 yards three touchdowns perfect passer rating (laughs) I mean we we had this huge conversation last week where it's like no we have to start Jameis we need to start Jameis Uh, this is so unfair I'm not saying it's not so unfair but Andy goes out there and does that another week he bought himself another week um that's a that's performance that you'll take any week if your quarterback has four incompletions and three touchdowns, you'll take that any day of the week. Uh, Taysom played a good majority of this game at quarterback. There was a series when they drive, they drove pretty far down the field, and they switched quarterbacks every single play. 
I'm sure everyone saw that. And that's something that we haven't really seen at all in the NFL. Um, I mean, the, of course, the Saints are the ones to do that, but that was impressive. I was impressed by that. I was impressed by the rhythm of how that worked. And will a two-quarterback system work in the NFL long-term? I don't think so. But there was times in this game when Taysom was the hot hand. We've talked about this in the podcast before. The hot hand was Taysom, and he was in this game as well, and he stayed on the field. They ran out that momentum. He was playing well. Give him another snap. Give him another snap after that. And he, he threw three passes, only completed one. There was only uh, – that, that was really only the one that was – available the other pass uh kind of threw it out of bounds but he also had a reception I mean Taysom being Taysom one of those games uh want to give a quick shout out to the franchise at this moment Chris Olave five receptions 102 yards one touchdown and a 52 yard bomb from Andy that was an absolute dime and you go back and watch and watch how badly Chris Olave burnt Jalen Ramsey the best corner hands down in the National Football League he beat him by five to ten yards he didn't even make a move he just beat him with straight speed that dude was flying he beat him he had a safety help too with Taylor Rapp beat both of them it was a perfect perfect ball by Andy Dalton and then you see Chris Olave Jarvis Rashid Shaheed in the the end zone dancing and everyone's happy that was just a moment that we needed as Saints fans to have a big play, have your players make a big time play, and he does his little, you know, rock star thing with his hand, and it was just kind of a moment where you could feel the Saints offense and the Saints team just had some life. Like they they've heard everything, they've seen everything. We've been doing nothing but giving them such a hard time. They had life. And they made plays in this game. There's players that stepped up at multiple positions all over the football field. There's no team in the NFL that's more hurt than the Saints. There's no team. And that's no excuse. I haven't given them that excuse at all. I've never been like, yeah, it's strictly just because we're hurt. No, I mean, there needs to be better coaching. There needs to be this and that. But in the game today, people stepped up. In the year 2022, 2022, we had an Andy Dalton to David Johnson reception for 11 yards. That is insane both those guys were in their prime like in 2016 and those guys are making plays for the saints in 2022 we're winning games we beat the super bowl champions super bowl champions sean mcveigh the saints win their 400th game in franchise history against the rams and it's right before thanksgiving so you can be thankful for that um another player i want to highlight and another player i'm thankful for caden ellis Caden freaking Ellis. We drafted this kid out of a no-name college in the seventh round. Uh, freaking Idaho is where he went. He was 6'3", 230, just a nobody, you know? And he came in, and he's been probably the best player the past two weeks. Probably the best player. Today, 11 tackles, 6 solo, 1.5 sacks, a tackle for loss, a pass deflection, 2 quarterback hits. That is a stat line. That's a career day in every facet of the game. That dude lined up at D end. That dude lined up at DT. He lined up at linebacker, landed at off linebacker. I mean, he was incredible. He was incredible. And it is hard for me to take this guy off the field. 
when Pete comes back, of course you have to. Pete's been that good too. Pete's been better. But the fact that you now have Caden Ellis, who just proved to you in back-to-back weeks that, hey, I can start. I'm a starter in this league. I may not be the fastest. I may not be the tallest. I may not be the strongest. But I give effort. And that's what we've talked about in this podcast over and 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 over again is giving effort in every play. Now, there's players in this game that I'm not going to give you know, a huge shout-out to because I still didn't see a ton of effort. But Caden Ellis was one of those guys, every single snap, that showed immense effort. Alante Taylor, again, those are two guys we keep naming off because they keep making plays. The future of this team may not be as bright as we once thought, but I think it's brighter than, you know, two weeks ago. I think there's players starting to step up. They're starting to make plays. Alante Taylor had a good game. Paulson Debo had a step-up game. Chris Harris Jr., the, the seasoned veteran, he had a decent game. He did get beat deep that one time. Um, I mean, the, the dude's 33 years old playing corner, nickel corner in the National Ball League. Um, he was on the NFL roster just a few weeks ago. Uh, I appreciate what he's done in stepping up. Hasn't been you know phenomenal, but he's held it down. He's held it down. Another shout out I have: the Rams fans in my in my DMs in my posts saying that we were banged up. We had a banged up offensive line. We had a kid, and may I tell you, this is the second time since I've been covering the Saints and been a fan of the team where. There was a player on the field, starter or not, that I had zero clue who it was, never saw their name before, never saw any previous activity about this player. Jabari Zunga started and played a ton of this game. A ton. And I've done research on this dude. I looked him up on Twitter. I tried to find anything. I couldn't find a thing. This dude just showed up, put shoulder pads on, and played for this team. And played a ton. Uh, He appeared in eight games for the Jets in 2020. uh, Three games for the Jets in 2021. And he just played for the Saints today. This was (laughs) an experience that I I didn't think I was going to see. But you're down Cam. You're down Davenport. And Peyton Turner gets hurt who is now week-to-week. That we, we had some good news on him that he's just week-to-week. It's not season-ending as of right now. Uh, he got felt fall, fallen on after a good play in the backfield. But this dude came, stepped up, um, didn't do anything to impress me, but just the fact that he was out there, didn't do anything wrong, uh, hats off to him. He came in, and like I said before, I saw him on the field. I was like, who the frick is that? Never heard of him. Looked him up, and once I figured out who he was, I'm like, "All right, Jabari, let's go, let's ball." And uh, he held it. He held it down. Now I'll say, it wasn't a perfect by perfect game by any means. This is, you know, a step in the right direction. I don't think that they're completely back. I don't think the season's back. I don't think anything really changed from last week. I I think they needed a win. They got it. They they were favored in this game somehow, and they they won that. Uh, it doesn't get any easier, though, and I still think that they really control their own destiny. I mean, they play the 49ers next week. They're 5-4. and four. They play. Um, they're playing right now, as I'm recording, actually. Um, 
Then we have the Bucks, the Falcons, you got the Browns, you'll play the Eagles, and you have the Panthers. You got three division games left, and the Bucks are starting to figure it out, but you're still a game back of them. If you can, if you can beat them, I mean, you're right back in that race. I don't think this season's going to be made or broken from how you really finish the division. I think the season's already gone south, but I think you can salvage it. You can still show, you know, me, you, all the fans, the coaches, the, the front office that this team still can compete. And, I, you know, I've seen crazier things in the NFL. I've seen, you know, a, a Seahawks team below 500 beat the Saints in their building and, uh, you know, win a playoff game. So there's been crazier things done. They're four and seven. I mean, the Saints have gone gone on eight, nine, thirteen game winning streaks before. Who says they can't go on a three? They can beat the Niners. It's going to be a really challenging game Sunday afternoon. They can still do it. It's very, very doable. For everything else, it's up to them. It's up to them. Can they get healthy? Can they get healthy enough to make a run at the division? Falcons aren't going away. The Panthers are playing everyone tough. They just put Lamar Jackson out there for four quarters and made him fight for everything he got. So, is the season fixed in any means? No, it's not. Still got a lot of work to do. Is Dennis Allen's job safe? Uh, I think it's safe for the season. I still think you can keep him next year if you finish strong. Finish this season strong. Get some players back. Hopefully the IR spot is something that we stopped talking about. Hopefully Trevor and Penning can play next week. Uh, I got a maybe when um, seeing if he was going to play. Maybe we can get Marshawn back. Maybe we can get uh, Bradley Roby at some point. It's hopefully we can start getting some guys back and get competitive again. That's all I got for today's show. Uh, just really happy to talk about football. Happy to talk about Olave uh, burning people. Happy to talk about Jarvis Landry getting his first touchdown of the Saints. Shout out Jarvis. That was pretty cool. Uh, it, it's been a minute. It's been a while since we talked about a post-game W. Uh, it's got a little bit of a different vibe just because we're 4-7. and seven. But I think there's positivity in the building. There's still belief that this team can do something. There's still belief in the future of this team and the hope of this team. Uh, and I trust everyone on that roster. I trust everyone. Keep fighting. Keep trying to figure it out. Um yeah, I think this team can do something. Uh, just got to keep keep going. Thank you guys for tuning in today's show. As always, I love and appreciate you guys' support. And I'll see you guys next episode. Who that? 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 Who